Hi, and welcome to Soul Powerful Parables, stories of rhyme, reason, and God's truth. I'm your host, Dana Buck. Thanks for listening. And if you like the story, please consider subscribing and give us a five-star rating where you enjoy your podcasts. It really helps us. We'd also love to hear from you, so contact us on Facebook at Soul Powerful Parables. Now, settle in, and let's have a story. The Imps A So Powerful Parable by Dana Buck Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. 1 Peter 5, verse 8 The Imps A So Powerful Parable by Dana Buck There is a hidden kingdom, so inscrutable and stark, that lies just out of sight between the shadows and the dark. Some people say it's legend, just a Bible fairy tale, like David and Goliath, Noah's Ark, the Holy Grail. Its ruler welcomes doubt and rather likes that attitude, because when masked by disbelief, he really can intrude. But today he's introspective, moles a plan he needs to hatch. So cautiously we pause to meet the one they call Old Scratch. Pacing up and down within his castle of rough stone, Old Scratch is dark and brooding as he sits upon his throne. A naughty little problem perches troubled on his brow. He needs to shake things up, but he just isn't sure quite how. He knows the ripe return from using short tricks of the trade, appeals to pride and ego, telling men they are self-made, showering them with wealth and fame, celebrity, successes, then gloating as their lives become complete and utter messes, or beating down their self-esteem, creating sad neurotics, while guiding them to numb the pain with whiskey or narcotics. He's sown the seeds of prejudice, reaped discord by the score, and fanned the flames of conflict into genocide and war. Yet here he sits in contemplation, scouring his mind, wrestling with a bugaboo, contest as old as time. His challenge? How to hoodwink those whose faith he just despises. They recognize his repertoire, see through his vast disguises. Something much more subtle, much more deaf than war or glamour. Much more basic, much more simple, much more scalpel, much less hammer. Then recognition filled his head, a pattern he's detected. I've been so focused on the large, the small I have neglected. Those little gems of discontent, the jealousies and notions... The attitudes and platitudes, opinions and emotions. Discord, factions, envy, lassitude and compromise. As he uttered each new word, a knowing gleam shone in his eyes. 
Just like little viruses, they enter undetected and multiply until the total body is infected. He taps his bony noggin, now convinced what he must do. For if I have overlooked them, so my quarry may have too. He claps his hands and shouts as special servants he does summon. And soon the castle's filled with sounds of scuttling and running. Emerging from the shadows, we begin to get a glimpse of the crafty little legion known together as the Imps. Impatience leads the way. He's always been the most convulsive, followed closely by impunity, imprudent and impulsive. Impertinent is snarling. Impolite could just care less. Impediment is rudely shouldered by impetuous. Imposter and imperious parade in most assuredly, while arm in arm impractical leads impasse and impurity. Impossible, impersonal, impregnable, impair, implausible, impoverished, they all are gathered there. And when the imps have all arrived, a teeming milling batch, they hear a call for silence in the presence of old Scratch. I've called you all together for we've got a job to do. It's sneaky, underhanded, so of course I thought of you. It's not a time for grandstanding, no bulls in china shops. I need stealthy little ninjas. I need clandestine black ops. Go find the steadfast, faithful ones. You know the type I mean. Not vain religious hucksters or the rigid Pharisees. For they're already well in hand, all compromised and caught. Their future's set and waiting, and believe me, it's quite hot. No, I refer to those whose faith is genuine and centered. The pillars of their little groups, well-taught, engaged, and mentored. For if we can implant the seeds of pride and degradation in those who bear the standard, we can crack the whole foundation. Nothing ostentatious, no tsunamis, nothing gaudy. Whisper in their ears, for that's the way into the body. Excitement raced amongst the imps. They felt themselves a match for those whose fate was outlined by the scheming of Old Scratch. Impudence stands sneering. Imposition starts to swoon. Impotent just can't wait to tag-team wrestle with Impune. Imprison seeks imperfect, and with a ply they make a pact to impeach, implode, impale, impinge, impute with great impact. In a frenzy, they are ready, their ambitions swell and teeter as they get their final coaching and instructions from their leader. All right, my fine commandos, it's now time to launch your searches. Start with sites of worship, parish, fellowships, and churches. Implicate their leaders, go imperil unity. Improvisate, impersonate with all impunity. Impoverish their friendships and importunate their lives. Drive a wedge of impropriety between husbands and their wives. Then move on to their charities, those vile organizations. Missions, food banks, drug and drinking rehabilitations. Homeless shelters, daycare centers, points of hopes and dreams. And don't forget their sewing circles or their softball teams. Old Scratch surveys his minions, their enthusiasm sturdy, 
Why fight the war at all if you can't fight a little dirty? The room is quickly emptied. Every imp has gone his way, while the master of the castle turns to other chores today. And as he sets his hands to cataclysms of all sorts, he anticipates the day the imps return and file reports. Well, the world has turned a time or two since last we paid a visit. A buzz runs through the castle. All are asking, just what is it? Old Scratch grins with excitement. From his servants, he has learned that this will be a special day. The imps have all returned. He rushes to the throne room to receive his teeming throng, then freezes in the doorway. Clearly something here is wrong. Instead of jubilation, every mood is low and thick. You could swear there'd been a brick fight, and the imps had had no bricks. Bruises and contusions, lacerations, cuts and sprains, broken noses, red as roses, every sort of ache and pain. Heads wrapped up in bandages and arms tied up in slings. Seems every imp had wounds or knots, concussions, hurts or stings. What in the name of all unholy happened? Scratch demanded. The imps were terrified to be so strongly reprimanded. Then all at once impulsive, yes, it figures it'd be him, stands and says, There's been a fight. We're thrashed from limb to limb. Soon all the battered imps are agitating all at once. Old Scratch breaks forth with silence, stilling all the little runts. I want one of you to tell me and the rest to hold their tongues. One more word and I'll reach down your throats and extricate your lungs. He pointed to Implacable and said, Okay, you there, spill it. Tell me everything. Then sat down in his chair. Implacable then cleared his throat. <coughs> oh, well, now, let me see. I think it was last Tuesday. Was it Thursday? Oh, dear me. Could it have been Friday? He adjusts his whiplash brace while old Scratch is losing patience. Oh, he God, cut to the chase. Cut to the chase indeed, he said in such a fitting phrase. For that's precisely what occurred within the first few days. We found them like you told us in their homes and institutions and whispered our enticements, provocations and pollutions. All was going swimmingly. Implacable related. Relationships asunder, their well-being confiscated. And that was when it happened. Our whole plan just seemed to burst. It started off so small that no one noticed it at first. We had gathered all together for a rally and a meeting. When impurity limped in and it was clear he'd had a beating. He told us all a tale and we were shocked at what we heard. Impurity's afflictions came about by just one word. What word could do this damage? Send him flying from the scene. Well, it turns out that word's a name. I think you know the one I mean. Yes, yes, and please don't say it, says Old Scratch. I know it well. We don't use that sort of language or repeat it here in hell. Well, be that as it may, he answered back with some insistence. Soon all of us were pummeled by that same one-word resistance. I don't know just how they did it, how they all just seemed to know. But soon that name was flowing like the white hard driven snow. Each letter, every syllable, would land like body blows. Pals and pops, karate chops on chins and cheeks and nose. 
uppercuts and roundhouse kicks, haymakers start to fall. We found ourselves engaged in a complete one-sided brawl. Very quickly, it was clear that once the fight commences and they break out the name of Jesus, we have no defenses. The room then froze in tension, and old Scratch's glare just fed it. Implacable went rigid when he realized he'd said it. And as he contemplated consequences for his gaffe, imagine his reaction when old Scratch began to laugh. It started with a knowing smile and then some hearty chuckles. His laughter soon brought teardrops that he blotted with his knuckles. The imps just stood in wonder, very puzzled and confused. They thought he'd be enraged and not so comically amused. Old Scratch stood up and slapped his knee, convulsions start to fizzle. The final mirthful tear then hits the floor to pop and sizzle. Oh dear, I should have seen it. Yes, I really should have known. He regains his calm demeanor, sits back down upon his throne. This game of cat and mouse, this match of parry, lunge and thrust. Defeated by a tactic I assumed was caked with dust. The imps are still confounded as they listened and they waited, silently relieved that they were not incinerated. Old Scratch continued talking, seemingly just to himself. Their conferences, their websites, all the books upon their shelves, counselors and authors, faith celebrities and stars, concerts, mission gatherings, programs, seminars. They labor so distracted, very busy and involved. Foundations once so firm appeared endangered and dissolved. The timing seemed so perfect for their formulas to fail. I thought that you, my little imps, would surely tip the scales. I counted on confusion that they'd compromised their aim. When things got tough, they'd look elsewhere and not look to that name. How I loathe that single word. I fought with fire and a kiss. With lies and imitations, yet it's still my nemesis. Well, I'll never stop pursuing. I'll keep climbing rung by rung till I finally beat them down and take that name off of their tongues. His voice, like a tornado, echoed off the castle stones. His fists were clenched in fury and his nails gouged out his throne. The imps perceived the time had come to scurry and depart. So one by one they fade away into the castle's heart. And so old Scratch is left alone. He broods just as we found him, leans upon his golden chair, a scarlet cloak around him. A gnarled finger taps the arm. He heaves a brimstone sigh, shakes his head and mutters, It was surely worth a try. And this is not the finish. No, no, this is not the end. For if at first you don't succeed, then tempt and tempt again. I rolled these dice too early, was a little premature. The plan was not a bad one, we'll correct it, that's for sure. Just give them time, they'll wander as they always seem to do. They'll question and they'll ponder, look for truth in places new. 
Someday they'll form a thesis, yes, someday their own refrain. Someday they'll be so smart, they will forget to say the name. Till then, I'll hone my tactics, so discreet and captivating. And unsuspecting hearts and minds will find Old Scratch is waiting. So often in our Christian walk, it's not the big things that get us, it's the little things that trip us up. Our adversary knows us well and has a vast repertoire to choose from when selecting obstacles to place in the path of our faith. Attitudes, prejudices, compromises, etc. can seem small and often go unnoticed and unaddressed. But just like viruses, they can multiply and infect the body, weakening the defenses against more virulent attacks. The good news is, there is an antidote. There is power and authority in the name of Jesus. Not simply for rebuke, but for the ongoing spiritual checkups that can help our spiritual lives remain healthy and free. David's plea in Psalm 139, verse 23 through 24, is our invitation to God to give us that examination. Let's make these words a prescription for our spiritual health. Search me, O God, and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Amen and amen. We hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. The Imps was written and narrated by Dana Buck. Devotional Thoughts were narrated by Kim Pratt, and this episode was produced by Beneath Blue Skies Productions. So Powerful Parables is a ministry of So Powerful, a nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering women and girls and combating extreme poverty in the African country of Zambia. To find out more, visit our website at sopowerful.org. Also, check out our books, So Powerful Parables and We Are So Powerful, both available on Amazon. All proceeds from the sale of these books go to support the work of our ministry. And finally, check out our other podcast, The So Powerful Podcast, featuring interviews with those who have been touched by this special organization. Until next time, May your life always be filled with beautiful rhymes.